Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. It's kind of weird. Um, all right, well, I think I can probably uh, adjust that in post. What is going on, friends? Brand new week, brand new podcast episode. Today we are uh, kind of taking the the reins, so to speak, of, of lighting, right? And last week we spoke about uh, why you should purchase bigger lights, right? Um, the reasons for that. And today is is a case, um, a use case for why you would want to always light from the outside, right? And so case in point is when you light from the outside, it's a lot easier to, number one, set your room tone, right? Uh, why is room tone important? When you can set your room tone, uh, that basically gives you a more uh, a more realistic gauge of, of what the scene um, should look like, right? So if it's like day, uh, morning, daytime interior, if it's nighttime um, interior, right? When you have room tone, you 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 already aren't trying. That doesn't even make, doesn't even make sense. Um, you don't have to like fake the level of uh, of intensity in the actual room, right? Which is your room tone, um, like the ambience, right? In, in, in another um, another word to say it is your ambience, right? Ambient room tone. Uh, when you light from the outside. It's just like how the sun is, right? If you had windows, right? Say you have like a window on um, the wall to your left and you had a, a window uh, across the wall or on the walls that you're looking directly at with your camera or lens. And if the sun is coming in and say it's like, you know, two in the afternoon or something like that, right? Sun's coming in um, and it's backlighting the scene. Um, if you just look at it, you can say, hmm, okay, this is like, this is pretty good. You know, we, we still have some, some uh, room for improvement, but for the most part, your room tone, your ambient room tone is looking pretty good, right? Now, what happens if you close the blinds, you close the shades, or if you don't have windows in the walls that you're looking at, right? So you're shooting an interview or you're shooting a, um, a narrative scene, music video, whatever it is, right? Um, when you don't have those windows, now you have to make up for the room tone, right? There, there's two ways to do it. Number one is through lighting. Uh, you have to, you know, light and you have to create your room tone, right? That could be with uh, whatever kind of fixtures you have. And the second way is to just bump up the uh, sensitivity of your camera. So many cameras these days have dual native ISO. Maybe you have to go up to the uh, the high ISO for your camera uh, just to kind of fake the room tone, right? Um, but in, in in my world, what I try to do is I try not to use dual native ISO unless I um, unless I need to. Whether that be like a time constraint thing, maybe you're, we're running behind schedule, uh, or maybe you're shooting something like um, uh, like day for night, right? Where uh, you know it just it just might not be. Uh, the easiest thing to try to light from the outside. So maybe you know, you use the dual native ISO um, uh, for your advantage, right? And you still light from the outside if you can, right? Um, but that situation when you have like, many times, you know, we're always forced into a location with just white walls, right? They're just locations, right? Someone's house or an Airbnb or whatever the case may be, it's white walls, right? You don't have um, the the budget or the, or the art direction or the set deck um, budget to put up wallpapers or to, you know, put up uh, things in the background, hang things on 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 the walls uh, to to combat just the, the, what is like the blandness of white walls, right? And so, you know, when you try to create room tone from the inside, it's hard because if you have white walls, you know, the light's blasting everywhere, right? And 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 then the image becomes extremely flat, right? It becomes extremely flat. Um, when you light from the the outside, though, 
Right? When you light from the outside, you have the distance from the light that's outside, say it's the sun, or if it's like a Forza 500, or if it's like a, an M40, whatever it is, right? You have the distance from where the light is outside to where it needs to travel uh, to the window, and then from the window to where it needs to travel inside, right? So you have like the, uh, the fall off or the gradient, if you will, right? And that's, and that's why when you light from outside, you can do this test yourself, right? You just take your, whatever you have at home, right? Uh, take all your lights, put them outside through window, and then notice what that looks like compared to uh, if you stuff all your lights and then you just bump up the ISO, right? You, you can kind of see, oh man, it actually does look different, right? Because when you're just bumping up the gain for your sensitivity, yes, I mean, that is one way to do it. And I, and I have done that in the past as well too. It's a neat little, um, not a trick, but I mean, I guess it is a trick, right? You, you can use uh, when you don't have the lights outside to create your room tone, right? But even then things start to look, um, things start to look flat, right? Because there, there is no variance between um, light and dark. There is no variance in exposure. And typically there is no variance when it comes to um, uh, any kind of mood you can set with color, right? Maybe you wanna use gels or maybe you wanna use or like RGBW lights, things like that, right? So um, uh, one thing that I always, um, going into like say a corporate interview, you're doing interviews, uh, or if you are going into uh, anything where you have windows, right? If you can light from the outside, automatically do that, right? Put that into the budget. Make sure that you have a light powerful enough that can combat um, the uh, like the deep exposure in the background. Right? Maybe, maybe you have to shoot at like you know two in the afternoon, and um, maybe things are being front lit, right? You don't have the chance for the sun to be behind the windows or behind the house or behind the room, right? You just have to front light it. Um, but if you had at least you know say like an aperture six hundred D or four five hundred, um, a couple of them, or maybe you know you're working larger budgets, you have like. Um, you have a, you have a 2k, you have a M40, right? Some, something in that, in that realm where you can, you can push light and create some variance inside of the room that you're in or inside of the, the building that you're in, the office space that you're in, right? And again, it, it's, it's, it's an easy test. You can, you can just do like, you know, a you know, test A is this with lights outside. Test B is the lights off and I'm just, you know, bumping up the gain or opening up the aperture, whatever it is. Um, and, and it makes a difference, right? Because like, there's many times where when I first started off, I was just, uh, you know, hired to do an interview or something like that, right? And um, I don't have windows. And so I have to create the room tone. And it's really hard when you don't have, um, number one, the amount of lights to do it. And number two, um, the, I guess number one is like the amount of lights and also like the quality of the lights or how powerful the lights are. they like, you know, lower wattage or the higher wattage, right? And then number two is, do you have the grip enough to, to shape the light, right? Do you have cutters? Do you have two by three cutters? Do you have, you know, nag? Do you have um, four by four floppies or four by eight floppies to kind of, you know, cut and shape the light inside rather than having to do it in post? Right. And when you don't have that, then everything ends up being really flat. Right. And I'm just speaking in terms of, of, of like white walls, right? Walls that are just, you have light bouncing everywhere. Right. Um, and, and so if you have, again, if you have the opportunity, just put the light outside. Right. It's like, it's, I mean, it's not the easiest thing. It depends on your budget. Right. If you have the budget, it's easy. Right. Put the light outside. You're, you're halfway through um, sculpting whatever you need for, for the project. Right. If you don't have the budget, then then it's really hard, right? Then you have to rely on location. You have to rely on the path of the sun so that the sun is is backlighting and, and, and bringing light in through the windows that you're using. Uh, all right, so I know this is a pretty like, you know, I don't know if it's like self-explanatory episode or if it's, um, I don't know, maybe not, not an interesting episode, but I, I, I run into this all the time, right? Because not many times are there where um, I get a good location, right? Many times it's just like a, again, you're just shooting on location. So it's whatever 
um, if it's within uh, the budget for for their project. And you just, you just have white walls everywhere. You know, I've dealt, I dealt, I dealt with that a lot last year. Uh, I dealt with it this year. And I'm pretty sure for the rest of my career, I will be dealing with that, right? So you just have white walls everywhere, right? So um, again, if you're on a budget, I would say um, really push for having at least one powerful light outside. Um, if, if you can manage it, right? If you're shooting on like the sixth story of an apartment building, okay, you know, you're, you're not going to have a budget for, for condors and, you know, putting up your, your 18K, your M90s on the thing, right? Probably not going to happen, right? Um, and, and I know many people listening to this podcast are kind of varying, varying levels, right? Maybe you're like, you are working for, you are a working professional and the budgets are there, um, or, uh, or you're just starting out, or maybe you've been in the game for a little bit, but you want to go from, you know, videographer to more, um, more polished projects, right? Where you have budgets, uh, like what do you do? Right. And, and so I, I guess the gist of it is always light from the outside when you can, right. And so lighting from the outside also means if the sun works in your favor and the sun's coming through, uh, through the windows and it's not an overcast day, it's, there isn't broken sky where the, the clouds are coming in and out, right. It's, it's a pretty, uh, sunny day, sunny and clear day. Maybe that is your budget way of lighting through the windows, right? Um, and then if you want to diffuse it or if you don't like, you know, if you want to use all soft light, that, that's up to you, right? Different discussion. Uh, but I definitely wanted to, uh, to touch upon this because I don't, I don't think I, I really went into much detail with <clears throat> lighting from the outside. Um, because everyone is just of, of different, um, different styles and different budgets and, and different, um, lighting and grip equipment. But I get, but I guarantee if you can save up for, I mean, even something like a Forza 500, right? Like the price of it has dropped again to 1050 and I did pick another one up. So now I have two, even something like a Forza 500 an Aperture 600D, um, any of these, um, not lower end, but like, I, I guess a like lower wattage lights, like 500 watt, 600 watt like lights, right? Um, I mean, save up and pick up one of them and I, and I guarantee you it, it, it will, it will change the way you light because now you have an opportunity to see how you can uh, keep a, con- a consistent look throughout the day with the light outside coming in through windows, right? And then as time goes on, you're like, hmm, actually, you know, it might make sense to have uh, two of these, right? Or if you own one, then at least the the, the jobs that you get hired onto, you're like, hmm, you know what? I, I definitely could use at least one more light, so you go rent, so you go rent one, right? Share grid, or you have you have a homie that uh, you can rent from, things of that uh, nature. All right. Uh, so that is it for uh, this episode. I know it's super short, super quick. Um, but again, just wanted to bring value to you guys. Um, if there is anything that you're looking for uh, specifically when it comes to like uh, lighting, right, please, please let me know. Send me a DM, uh, shoot me an email, you know, send me like diagrams, whatever you got. And, and if I can help you out in, in any sort of way, I definitely will, you know, because as a cinematographer, you know, you're, you really are in control and you really are responsible for uh, the image at the end of the day, right? The image that like, gets delivered to uh, to the client, right? And if anything uh, doesn't go as as planned, you know, hopefully your pre-production was strong enough or, you know, you, you can communicate with the director and say, hey, you know what? Uh, based upon like the time of day we're shooting and, and the day that we're shooting, um, it looks like the weather's going to be pretty shit, you know, and we only have so much budget for lighting. So just to give you a heads up, like we're, we're definitely going to do our best, but if the weather doesn't play in our favor, we're going to have to change up the look of this completely, you know, and then you may have to um, go with more, um, more flat lighting, right? If you don't have the grip to help shape the light, right? Like you know, neg and solids and cutters and stuff like that. 
Um, so, you know, again, so that, that does hopefully play into your, your progress, um, and your growth as a cinematographer, right? Is, is number one, again, you are in charge of the image, right? But number two, uh, it's your ability to communicate with all heads of department, right? Uh, HODs and, and, um, and give them the reassurance that, uh, you can support them with whatever they need, right? Even if planning doesn't work, at least they know that you have like a plan B that you can fall back onto. All right. Uh, cool. If you guys enjoy this episode, please read on iTunes podcast. I would appreciate it. If you want longer episodes than this, uh, let me know. Or if you want me to go more in uh, in depth on anything specific, right? It could be like a scene from one of my short films or uh, and, and a question that I didn't uh, get to answer on one of my YouTube videos or anything you have uh, in mind that is in, that is in relation to cinematography or to um, to growing growing a business and yourself. Let me know. I'd be, I'd be more than happy to touch upon those those subjects and, and not touch upon them. They actually go more more in depth, right? And like longer uh, longer episodes, well, longish episodes. Um, so again, if you liked it, please read on on iTunes podcast. I would appreciate it. Uh, please subscribe and follow. No, it's not subscribe. It's follow. Please follow the podcast and share with all your friends, your homies. My throat's going. Your home mets. Um, if anyone knows where, where that comes from, let me know. I think only a handful of people will know where the home mat thing comes from. Um, and other than that, I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye-bye.